Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We can deal with this disease in a month. If everybody that has not gotten vaccinated got vaccinated, we can extinguish this disease. You won't be asking about mask mandates. It's the wrong question. The question is, why haven't we followed the science and why aren't we finishing the job? 75% of Californians, 74.8% of all eligible Californians have received at least one dose, but there's 25% of people that haven't. Would you come my way? This is the Trevor Carey Show. On the Valley's Power Talk. Would you People aren't regulated. And to start to be a little bit more clear about the lines that need to be drawn, calling out the failure of too many that have megaphones that are abusing that privilege and that right by spewing misinformation while the entire time they're sitting there working for organizations that require vaccinations to be administered and have received life-saving vaccinations themselves. That's a hell of a thing. But we are exhausted, respectfully, exhausted by the ideological prism that too many Americans are living under. Uh, down goes Newsome. Down goes Newsome. One of the things that's clear from the data that even though vaccines, because of the high degree of transmissibility of this virus, don't protect overly well, as it were, against infection. Mm, Newsome tested positive for COVID. Comma. Again, mild symptoms will self-isolate, of course. COVID takes people's lives. We know that. It took a million people's lives. So I, I don't ever joke, and I'm not joking that he has COVID. I'm uh, What I am saying is he's a joke. He's the joke. Governor Satan. Down with COVID. Second time since May of 2020 that the state's top politician is sidelined with the virus. His symptoms are reportedly mild and he's self-isolating and working from home for at least five days. The governor returns Sunday night from a personal trip to Mexico's Baja, California. He was criticized by some for leaving the state as many residents are still slammed by last month's historic storms. Newsom's latest COVID diagnosis comes about a week after he ended California's COVID-19 state of emergency that had been in place for nearly three years. How dare he? I, my anger. Every time this comes up, man, it's there. You know, Help is on the way. You know what? You know who else is angry? Congressman Jim Jordan. I applaud him during the House hearing on COVID origination, where it came from. He was, man, all over the timeline of Fauci changing the lab leak origin. And if you're not following this, you really do need to follow this because it really goes to show how deep down sinister Fauci is. He is, I'm telling you, he's uh, he's a corrupt, evil man, corrupt, evil. It's every day that goes by. And I'm so glad this information is coming out during the House hearing. Jim Jordan knows and says it. Fauci lied. 
They knew the truth. Dr. Reptil, you, were, you're, uh, you, you ran the CDC and you were on the Coronavirus Task Force. Is that right? Correct. That was formed on January 29th, 2020. Is that right? Correct. Two days later, Dr. Fauci gets an email from Dr. Anderson, which says what? Virus looks engineered, virus not consistent with evolutionary theory. Is that accurate? That's my understanding. Next whatever. day, I know. He, did he share that email with you, by the way, Dr. Redfield? No. As a member of the task force, as a head of CDC, did he share that email with you? No. Okay. So January 9, 2020, task force was formed. That's what Congressman Jim Jordan is saying. And he's talking to the former CDC director, uh, Robert Redfield, and uh, saying, were you alerted by Fauci? Were you contacted by Fauci? And what Congressman Jim Jordan shows here is that Fauci left out the CDC director, uh, with all the emails that were going back and forth with the scientists uh, that were stating that they thought it was uh, originated from a lab. It did not look like it occurred in nature. And Fauci spun all this around and left Robert Redfeld out of the mix. We'll continue. Next day, February 1st, Dr. Gary sends Dr. Fauci another email. That email says, I don't know how this happens in nature, but it would be easy to do in a lab. Did you share that email with you, Dr. Redfield? No, you no. didn't see either one of those emails, even though you're head of CDC, even though you're on the coronavirus task force that had been formed just two days, three days earlier. No. Three days later, Dr. Anderson and Dr. Gary, who told us it came from a lab and emails to Dr. Fauci that Dr. Fauci wouldn't let Dr. Redfield see, three days later, they changed their position 180 degrees. The question is why? Why? Fauci, why? Now, that's a really good point. I don't have a really firm answer for you on that. Well, you're going to be called uh, in front of grilling just like this. Congressman Jim Jordan continues. One of the things they tell you about is a thing called opportunity cost. So when you're spending your time making sure that the country believes only one of these theories, you could have been doing what Dr. Redfield was doing in our government, trying to figure out how we deal with this virus. And what was, what was Dr. Fauci doing? He was trying to cover his backside. And everybody knows it. And that's where this thing most definitely came from. And Dr. Fauci had to prove, no, no, he can't have that news getting out. And that's why he did what he did to the exclusion of a brilliant guy running our CDC, kept him out of the loop. Keeping him out of the loop probably potentially could have harmed America. That's the thing that ticks us all off. And that's why, Mr. Chairman, this, this hearing is so darn important. And we get to the bottom of really what happened. I yield back. Okay. See, uh, thanks to the midterms, the, these, these kind of committee meetings are happening. And that's a really, really good thing. Uh, Fauci on those early papers attempting to disprove the lab leak theory. You know he is not enjoying retirement at all. No, he's having many... He knows uh, the onion is being peeled off. Each Senate select subcommittee by committee, it's being peeled back to show that Fauci prompted all these other scientists uh, to change their views. And just imagine if this had been handled correctly. And I, I hate to say there'll be a lot of people this will upset, but uh, former President Trump allowed him in in that power. You're, you're in control of the country. Uh, and I know it had never happened before. And I, I tell you what, it would be so great. It would be so great if uh, former President Trump, if he if he said, hey, I was a new president. I was new to politics. That caught us all off guard. Uh, look at all the good I did. Yeah, playing Monday morning quarterback. Looking back now, I did. I gave up too much control and power. Uh, to Fauci, elect me again, and I'll make sure I never do that again. I learned on my first term. Like, just be real about it. Don't try and hide behind it. And uh, Trump did call it out early. 
He did. He called it the China virus. He knew where it originated from. And uh, he, he, he always said that he had uh, uh, he'd seen proof, evidence of that. Well, as the commander-in-chief, if a nation's under attack by a foreign country with a virus, then you let us know about that. I mean, and, and put a stop to the people that are disagreeing with you. That's what we needed looking back, right? Uh, Fauci's influence, he, he swayed the opinion, and new evidence is showing that. I tell you, everything that's coming out here, these uh, concerns go even deeper and deeper than we originally thought. Former CDC director Robert Redfeld said that uh, Fauci tried to exclude or silence anybody that didn't go along with what uh, he wanted them to say back in January of of 2020. And, uh, yeah, we're going to keep talking about this because I'll tell you what, uh, uh, this has just barely started to to unpeel. And there are a million deaths in America, and uh, they would cry out for justice, right? That I will say, if you go back and look, it's declassified now. And I'm sure you all have your classified briefings. But the declassified information now in September. Yeah, this is CDC, former CDC director Robert Rudfeld. He said in September of 2019, three things happened in that lab. One is they deleted the sequences. Mm -hmm. It was highly irregular. Researchers don't usually like to do that. Second thing they did was they changed the command and control of the lab from the civilian control to the military control. Highly unusual. And I've been involved in dual-use labs when I was in the military. And the third thing they did, which I think is really telling, is they let a contractor redo the ventilation system in that laboratory. So I think clearly there was strong evidence that there was a significant event that happened in that laboratory in September. It's now been declassified. You can read it. I'm sure there's more classified information around. More and more coming out, and there'll be more and more coming out. And I'm glad about that because it's all about control. It's all about power. And uh, why do I say that? Well, he, Newsom told us early on. When this pandemic ends, and it will end soon, we're not going to go back to normal because I think we all agree, normal was never good enough. You know, normal accepts inequity. That's why Latinos are dying from COVID at a higher rate than any other racial or ethnic group. Inequity, there's that equity in there. We're not going back to normal because that wasn't good. Is he really telling us that that, uh, December of 2019 was worse than uh, we sit here today. But the the story of the day is that our governor now has COVID for the second time, fully vaccinated, full, excuse me, fully MRNA injected, fully boosted, and has it again. And I am not gloating in it. I am just saying that the hypocrisy of this dude, man, because he he guilted, he shamed people that said, no, I'm not going to volunteer for that. I I like the vaccines in my body to go through the uh, FDA 10-year research. Uh, uh, no, thanks. I'll, I'll, I, no, no, thank you. I'm fine. Well, then you can't go to church. You can't go to a sporting event. You can't go eat a taco at a restaurant. Well, okay. Still, no thanks. And Boy, that made him mad that he could not be a full-on dictator and make you uh, be injected by gunpoint. I tell you, I I don't know the guy, uh, but what I do know of the guy from seeing how he governs or lack of governing, uh, we know his we know his soul, man. Uh, if he could, he would have he would have injected at gunpoint. Yeah. Uh, so let's go back to October uh, of just last 
just last year. We can deal with this disease in a month. If everybody that has not gotten vaccinated got vaccinated, we can extinguish this disease. Oh, really? Well, you were, uh, I see, I don't know when you tested, but uh, you were an incubator, what, uh, two days ago? You were wherever you were? Oh, de- all the people in Baja, they're like, oh, no, I served Newsom as uh, my Thai drink out here on the beach. And now he has COVID, I heard. I better go get a test, right? Don't be asking about mask mandates. It's the wrong question. question is, why haven't we followed the science and why aren't we finishing the job? 75% of Californians, 74.8% of all eligible Californians have received at least one dose, but there's 25% of people that haven't. All right. That's the governor of this state. Uh, what did what did Joe say? We're back to that place now as long as you get vaccinated. How many times has Joe had it? At least two, right, I think. So go get the shot. It's never been easier. And once you're fully vaccinated, you can go without a mask when you're outside and away from big crowds. I've never been more optimistic. I mean this on the bottom of my heart. My word is abiding. I've never been more optimistic. <laughs> I'm so excited to share this next story. I think I found proof. I think I found proof that there's a crazier city than Fresno. I have found it. I'll show you the proof and let you hear it next. The Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. The Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. There's somebody out there, I got to say, turn on your headlights, and they're going, oh, that's right. Turn on your headlights and slow her down. I'll just say, give me eight miles an hour. I won't go 10. Just slow down eight right now. Uh, Bottom of the hour, he's candidate for the 2024 21st Congressional District Race for Congress. Candidate Michael Maher is going to be joining us. Uh, Re-reminder, a veteran, a businessman, also in law enforcement. We'll uh, looking forward to sitting down and talking with him on a rainy Thursday afternoon as we go. Now we have a uh, we have a lot of what, what do we call it? Uh, chaos, confusion, maybe from our downtown city government. Uh, so many lawsuits are going, audits are going. Uh, nobody seems to work in in together, unity, feel uh, for what's best of the city. That's kind of my take and. It's not to say there are not individuals involved in our city government that don't have a heart for the people and aren't accomplishing some good things. you got to balance it like that. But it's about 95 to 5%. <laughs> that's that's kind of how I feel. But I found, I found somewhere else where the people that live there uh, can uh, say, really? Really? I know Fresno got duped, our city government, by some... Uh, King of Manzala or something sent some money, but other cities got also duped by that around the country. Uh, maybe I'll talk to former FBI Maher about that. Uh, maybe because they get involved with those kind of crimes as well. But Newark, New Jersey, largest city in New Jersey. And hey, does Fresno, do we have a sister city? I don't ever see signs around. I thought we had it. Oh, my, our sister, oh, Miguel area said, oh, it's Moscow? Oh, no. Oh, somewhere in Japan. Okay. We got a sister city somewhere. We need to get them on the phone. Maybe use a translator. That'd be cool. I've never done a conversation where it had to be translated. 
But literally, Newark, New Jersey, if you were a contestant on Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader, you wouldn't even make the rounds to even make it in to even be on TV. You wouldn't even pass that first test, right? Does no one in New York, New Jersey know anything about world geography at all? Or, okay, let's don't make it that hard. Does anybody in Newark, New Jersey know how to go to to G-O-O-G, Google? Do, do you know how to do that? And maybe type in your sister city just to check it out, just to make sure. All right, uh, who better to explain it than the news people in Newark, New Jersey? What started off as a seemingly well-intentioned partnership has turned into a giant embarrassment for the city of Newark. Earlier this year, Mayor Ross Baraka invited what he thought was the Hindu nation of Kailasa to Newark City Hall for a cultural trade agreement. But it turns out Kailasa is no nation at all. It's a fake. Though it has a detailed website, Kailasa has no real government. It's the brainchild of Swami Nithyananda, a notorious scam artist and fugitive from India who has been on the run from rape charges since 2019. How can you be on the run from rape charges? That just seems like a full-time job in and of itself to stay off the radar of law enforcement, especially uh, when the, is it like Interpol around the world? Uh, you know, you're, 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 you're at every airport, but you know, you're sent out there. But you actually have, first of all, the audacity as a wanted criminal, felon, but the skill, if these kind of people could put it to good use, he could be the king of men, Bosse. <laughs> he could actually probably start his own country if he'd put it to, to good use. And again, just like I thought, why, why doesn't somebody just do a Google search? Well, the people in Newark, New Jersey, I think had that same kind of idea. <laughs> job was it to do a simple Google search, right? As you said, like, no one in City Hall, not one person did a Google search. So maybe we need a transformation of City Hall because not one person said, let me go on Google and figure out this was a fake city. This is an oversight. Cannot happen any longer. The Newark City Hall insists no money was exchanged in this deal to become sister cities. The mayor's office told us based on the deception, the ceremony was groundless and void. In a statement, City Hall said, although this was a regrettable incident, the city of Newark remains committed to partnering with people from diverse cultures in order to enrich each other with connectivity, support, and mutual respect. Why wouldn't they come out and laugh about it and go, we got duped. That is just, we're idiots. Sorry, guys, but we need to, we were moving fast and you're right but they come out we are still committed to like trying to hurry oversight is an oversight oversight cannot happen any longer cannot happen any longer okay mayor uh really really okay but it's just not newark uh, they had pictures with an attache of legal affairs of the united nations the head of kalasa her excellent excellency was there and they had a woman dressed up as the Kalasaz ambassador to Mexico. Oh, they had them all. And this is our ambassador to Mexico. Uh, this is our excellency uh, here as well. And to cap it all off, they had a belly dancer in the photo with them as well. <laughs> well, those Russian pranksters get people all the time. I played you that audio how they had George W. right sitting back interviewing with them, right? He's a candidate for the 2024 21st Congressional District Race for Congress. And I know it's really him, not a prankster, because he's here in person. Candidate Michael Maher. He'll be on the show next. This is The Trevor Carey Show.
on the Valley's Power Talk. The Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. Two atmospheric rivers are expected to bring more snow, wind, and heavy rain across portions of northern and central California. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4Patriots.com slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4Patriots.com slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com slash on the right. California. If you are planning travel this weekend, um, stay tuned with the weather. And if you can postpone, postpone. National Weather Service meteorologist Bianca Feldkutcher. The Weather Service says it could cause severe flooding, mudslides, and significant avalanche danger in elevations above 5,000 feet, telling folks to consider removing snow on roofs to prevent buildup and safeguard against roofs buckling or collapsing. The surge of moisture helping most of the state become drought-free, according to the latest U.S. Drought Monitor report. All right, stop praying for rain for like five days, and then we'll pick it back up. We need the underground aquifer aquifers to be refilled he is the first human i've spoken to who's been out in the storm he has made it in candidate for the 2024 21st congressional district race for congress candidate michael maher welcome back sir thank you for having me how's the highways and byways a lot of brake lights on the 41 coming in but uh we made it here uh now you've lived back east you've been all around the world uh do californians drive a lot faster than normal america oh yeah i think we do we do and, and uh, you'll get pulled. I've been pulled over uh, in a few different states, and they see that California license, and the, and either they want to write you a ticket right out the gate, uh, but it's you need to slow down. You're from California. You guys got to slow down. How quickly do you work in uh, that you were with the FBI, or maybe you were with the FBI at that moment? I know all law enforcement does that. They'll work it into the conversation where it's not noticeable, but noticeable, right? Am I wrong with that, or am I right about well, that? I, I would do it. I would do it all day long. I'd be like, I haven't got a ticket since I was back in uh, uh, Quantico, uh, you know, training. You know, throw something out like that, right? I actually got a, a ticket from a California Highway Patrol when I was in the bureau and I actually identified myself as an agent and it was uh, uh, that was quite the story but um, good there's justice see they they yeah. uh, that you were speeding you got your ticket I got a ticket coming yeah. through the grapevine and uh, I talked with some other people said that officer even gives other CHP uh, officers tickets uh, he 100% follows the rules and 
God bless them. That's right. All right, we need more out there like that. Uh, well, let's uh, before we before we get into your background and where you're headed and what you've done. Uh, Michael Maher heard that story right there about Newark, New Jersey, and I said that those Russian pranksters got George W. and he he said there's one out there where they got Adam Schiff. And listen to the California congressman here. Can't you just see him with his? He's probably got his his dress shoes off and his dress socks in a hotel, and he's writing down on a a little notepad. Listen to this. It's funny. He was in Moscow in November 2013. He met with a, a journalist and, and... Well, she's poor journalist. But anyway, uh, she became famous because of uh, Putin is her godfather. Okay, Putin is godfather. Okay. She also known as a person who provides uh, uh, girls for escort for oligarchs. And she met with Trump and she brought him one hour Russian girl, celebrity Olga Buzova, who also known as a person with a strange reputation. Olga, and, and how do you spell her name? Olga Buzova. And what's the nature of the compromise? Buzova. Well, there were pictures of naked Trump. And so Putin was made aware uh, of the, the availability of the compromising material? Yes, of course. Uh, thank you very much. We will be back in touch uh, with you through our staff uh, to make uh, arrangements uh, to obtain these materials for our committee and, and for the FBI. And, and I appreciate your reaching out to us. <laughs> Before we get to your time in the FBI, candidate Maher, you grew up in Tulare. That's funny. Thank you for turning me on to that. I'm go. I bet it went longer, didn't it? Was there? A- it was. It was a little bit longer than that. Okay, yeah. uh, we'll have to listen to that. Uh, well, uh, you ran last time. You you didn't win last time. Uh, what, what you were. We were thinking with those outstanding ballots, there was still a possibility. What was the ending percentage between you and Costa? Yeah, I think well, we ended up doing better than anyone's done in a. Uh, a long time since Johnny Teixeira uh, against John, uh, against Costa, and we were forty six, uh, I think fifty three. Yeah, uh, in that ballpark, and now, it was. And you didn't have uh, well, I, I won't say any, but not a whole lot of uh, GOP funding uh, coming in. I know now you've, uh, but that showing you got some people's attention out there. Uh, we absolutely did. Uh, no, we did not have uh, any GOP uh, funding. We did get a lot of great support here in Fresno County and in Tulare County. And even the surrounding uh, Republican Central Committees, and I will say at the end, because of the traction that we were getting, uh, there was targeted races uh, by the the National Party uh, that Kevin McCarthy didn't even endorse, and he ended up endorsing my race at the end, and even uh, contributing a little bit of uh, his war chest to me. But that was uh, was at the end, and what we did uh, excited a lot of people. We set a few records, and in Really, no time in nine months from nobody to uh, almost unseating a 44-year lifetime politician. Uh, people looked up and said, hey, "Mike, will you do this? Will you run again?" Talk with my wife and kids, and my kids were on board. My wife and I prayed about it, and we announced uh, last uh, about last week. All right, I'm glad you're doing it. And uh, Congressman Jim Costa, he's kind of like a he's he is he's just like a ditto of Biden. He was a centrist Democrat for a bunch of years. And then just in the latter parts of their careers, they go right along with the the wokeness, the insanity of the left. They don't stand up against it and in many times endorse and give a thumbs up. I mean, well, and he's actually for all the talk about Nancy Pelosi, he's now alienated himself even farther radical than Pelosi. She voted against the communism uh, when that was put up in the House. 
he just voted uh, present. He he wouldn't even take a stand. Oh, on the denouncing on that. of socialism. On the denouncing of socialism, so, which I, is communism. Light. It it's the the level. It's the stage before you become a butterfly. It's a communist. You know, you're in the cocoon. That's socialism. And then you venture out as a a butterfly. Is too nice of a thing to call communism. But you, it's a stage in the process, and they back it up a hundred percent. Well, uh, you were born in the USA. Grew up right here in the valley in Tulare. Stardust, give us a quick little uh, rundown of the old res. Absolutely. So grew up. Uh, right here in California, my dad's a preacher. Uh, went to Tulare Union High School. September 11, 2001. Uh, November 16, 2001, I enlisted in the military uh, for education from uh, Naval Academy Prep to Harvard as a senior executive fellow to Oxford University, where I rode crew for the first date, which is the top boat in the uh, college. A uh, few other schools, even uh, Fresno Pacific here in Fresno. And you mentioned earlier on the show about sister cities. So in my time, here, I actually represented Fresno uh, to their sister city at the time when Mayor Autry represented his office over in Lahore, Pakistan. Lahore was the sister city for Fresno uh, and went over to Foreman's College where President Musharraf, who was president at the time, uh, also graduated and had some great meetings with. Every time people. I interview, you never give me your full resume because I don't think you can fit it in in an interview time. And are you now 40? Have you turned 40 yet? Uh, we are turning 40 in April. Okay, so uh, your last month to be in your 30s. Exactly. Okay. Well, uh, as I'm learning more about this resume over there doing that as well. Now, the one that I'm always uh, fascinated, well, I got two of your uh, career, the time on a nuclear submarine and the time with the FBI. The submarine was before the FBI, correct? That's correct. Now, take us back. I watched, uh, I think it was 1956 was the first launch of a nuclear submarine. And that was just amazing technology. It could stay down for so long. Uh, Do you wonder if you get into Congress, will you give uh, speeches on the floor talking about, we need to have those reactors everywhere. They're safe. Absolutely. And that's, that's something I've been involved in for a long time. I did, I graduate, I'm a graduate of the Navy's nuclear power school. Uh, and I, I did that. I did it and I operated them on, on nuclear submarines. It is the greenest uh, and the most friendly energy source on the planet. Uh there's also a lot of other great things. I'm involved in uh, sustainable aviation fuel. There is a whole host of things. Just because I have one weapon when I'm going to the gun range doesn't mean I only have to fire one weapon. You can choose multiple tools to do the jobs. I think nuclear power is fantastic, and we should be growing that throughout the next. You could run as... I'm, I'm a Republican running for Congress, and I believe in the Green New Deal. Give it a pause. Here's the first thing it needs to do. Go nuclear. That's the greenest you can be. Full stop. I, I, absolutely. And that's the great thing. I, I would love to see, why not give uh, the amount of money that we're giving away, why don't we just give free energy to everyone inside the United States? How would that be for businesses? And how would that be an economic stimulus for everyone? People who are on Social Security, people who are uh, the schools, the people who are having a hard time. Gas prices went through the roof in the last six months. Look at our other energy costs. Nuclear power is abundant, and hey, why don't we start stimulating our economy? I'm so glad this just popped in my head. You're the good guy to ask this. Was Tesla onto something with electricity through the ground and around and free everywhere? Or you looked into him much? Or well, so you know, you're you're talking about Nikola Tesla, yeah, the original, not Tesla. Right. The, okay, the company. sorry, yes. 
so there is multiple ways to transmit electricity. You can transmit electricity over the airways. We're talking right now over the airways uh, or digitally. Uh, so, and there is ways to do that. Um, and there's a lot of uh, talk and research about that. The way that we will do nuclear is the way it's done right now. Safe, clean, effective. Every single U.S. nuclear aircraft carrier has two nuclear power plants on it. If we can do that with a population of East Palestine where this horrific environmental catastrophe occurred, the population of the entire city is less than the population on one nuclear aircraft carrier with two nuclear reactors. And we operate that safely and efficiently, and we've been doing it. Uh, since Hyman G. Rickover founded our nuclear navy. Well, okay, now we always think, especially those that are old enough to remember it, of course, is everyone thinks Chernobyl, but that was on the other side of the world, Three Mile Island. And when I was a little kid, I remember it. Boy, that, so they kind of got it in my head because we saw the news reports and scholastic books and we talked about it in school. And uh, was that, I don't even know how that meltdown started there. Or it didn't come to a meltdown, did it? Wasn't it just a leak? 79, I think it was. Well, that gets into uh, some of the realities of why we cannot allow people to remove safety features. Why do we have some of the pandemic issues that we have right now? Uh, Three Mile Island and and big time on Chernobyl. When you start removing, uh, we're not able to operate because this safety feature is shutting down operations. And then you have a bureaucrat saying, well, let's just skip that. Let's remove that safety feature. You continue to do that, you end up with a nuclear catastrophe that affected the world. The same thing goes with what we're seeing today. When you're removing actual requirements, especially on, let's talk about, you talked earlier on the show about vaccines. What happens when we remove absolutely critical parts of testing on a clinical trial to bring a vaccine to market? This isn't one side of the aisle or other. How do we bring a a a drug to market and the steps to actually go through the testing. When you start removing some of those those requirements, what happens? Vaccine injuries that we see. That's the same thing that the, the, what we happened with the vaccines is Chernobyl of our generation mm-hmm. because you cannot remove those features. The great thing now, nuclear power has, has uh, come to a position where uh, it is operated clean, safe, and efficient, and uh, we have ways to deal with uh, a lot of the issues that people were scared of 50 years ago. My guest, candidate for the 21st Congressional District race for 2024, candidate Michael Maher. Now, I, I know uh, when you were in the FBI, you worked with chemical weapons and biological weapons, correct? I was Both a counter, Yeah, I was a counterproliferation coordinator for uh, the Los Angeles field office, which uh, we had uh, basically the West Coast. So I did chemical, biological, radiological, right. nuclear. I, I want you to scare us now. What kind of stuff could come across the border that could be concealed in a, a suitcase or whatever that could get in? The, I always fear the water system. Uh, but scare us. What can happen or actually what you saw happening while you were down there? So biological was my uh, main concern. And I actually talked about this uh, with my family back in, in, in 2014. Uh and I still have grave concerns about that. Uh, and we're not learning the lessons uh, from this last pandemic. Um, and we have also issues on, on the chemical side. Uh, we have radiological concerns. What we're seeing right now pushing us into World War III with this administration, there's this arms race that's going on. We're talking about Nord Stream pipeline, underwater attacks. There is so much that is going on 
that to hone down and say, this is the one thing to be scared about. What I'm gravely concerned and scared about is incompetent leadership. That is the fastest and most dangerous thing facing our country is incompetence in positions of government and positions of leadership that have no business uh, being dealt with or managed the way that they are right now. And that's why I can't not uh, continue to run. Cannot not continue to run. Uh, everything that he said in his life that he's told me so far and he said he wanted to accomplish, he did. And uh, I don't know how much you got to hear of the show driving up, but I, I I mentioned recently I saw something where Abraham Lincoln lost like his first five races. You, I mean, you lost one. Can you imagine five and not, or it might even been six, and he didn't give up. And we eventually know how that worked out. Well, and absolutely, and that's the biggest thing for me. I was not running for Congress, and I'm not running for Congress to add a, a, a check in the box for my resume, or I'm running because I've only been a politician and this is the only job I know how to do or get. Uh, I'm doing this because America needs people to run for office and to represent them, everyone. And that's exactly what I, I have said I'm doing and I will continue to do because it's not me running for office. This is all of us here in, in the Valley that will be in this district and frankly our nation uh, we have to have people who are willing to do the hard work candidate michael maher he grew up here he knows that there's water issues it's raining now but we could be in a drought next month uh, a new five-year drought we never know we'll talk water next this is the trevor carey show on the valley's power talk You're listening to The Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. Turn on your headlights. He's a candidate for the 21st, candidate Michael Maher. Uh, we got water all around us. Uh, big issue. You you know it. You've grown up. You've lived it. Absolutely. And uh, with my wife's family in farming for uh, many generations, uh, it's our lifeblood. Uh, and uh, the, the funny thing, I was talking to some people just recently about uh, low flow and, and and how our water moves. And it seems to be a lot of people just think what, farmers use water or you use water uh, at the tap. We do take water in, but where does it go after uh, it goes into the ground? It goes into the produce that we produce. It goes into our, our, our systems and then through lift stations back to our wastewater plants. Uh, water does not disappear. And that's the other side of it that we need to continue to educate people on uh, so we don't allow these crazy bureaucrats taking all of our water and, and telling us it's disappearing. So are you saying that the low-flow showers and low-flush toilets don't really do anything because all that water, no matter that's going down the toilet or out the shower or the tub, goes back to the same place? Well, what it, Wastewater management? Well, and what ended up happening when you did low-flow you ended up creating problems where you're having a lot of our lift stations uh, throughout the cities. You had less water moving the feminine products, the, all the other paper products that were in our our systems as well, uh, higher levels of uric acid that are causing damage to the, that infrastructure. And so that created issues. And it's something when you go into an older building and you notice the old toilets because you flush and it goes, it's a big experience, right? Uh, the new ones are just... 
and then you have to pull out, pull out your plunger because uh, there wasn't enough water to push it down. So it's uh, the, the the low flow really doesn't change. Well, I guess we would use more with a high flow, right? We still would use more. So if, if the people are thinking, this guy's crazy, no, you are going to take more. But if we're paying for our, the water, uh, we're able then to take that water, it goes right down the drain, it goes back to the wastewater plant, and we can end up recycling it. Well, you know what the problem is? You're thinking like a capitalist. I'm thinking of a business guy. I'm yeah. thinking of a guy who actually built wastewater plants here in the valley. I'm thinking of a guy who actually put in wells and worked at lift stations and, and did this here in our valley. Let me add that to the resume. Um, so I, I, I know the system, and I know we need to be investing more into that, uh, not taking away from it. We also need uh, back to the nuclear power. If we start using energy properly, we could do desalinization plants uh, full steam, just like Israel takes water and, and now has a fully – a uh, complete system of, of water that they're exporting it to the other nations. Well, he wants to go tell them that in Congress. We are in election season. Candidate Michael Maher, the website, sir. Michael Maher, M-A-H-E-R.com. Uh, get online, donate, sign up for $5 a month, and pray for me. Five bucks a month and a prayer? That's not a... Not a big task for most people out there. Five bucks in a prayer. You'll even just take the prayer if they don't have a dollar to come out the pocket, right? Amen. Amen to that one. Hey, uh, drive back safely, all right? Thanks for having me. You betcha. And turn those headlights on out there, y'all, and slow her down. I got a good reason to stay in my gas guzzler. I'll share it with you next. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.